<laughs> and he just kicked his underpants into the air and they landed on my face. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you're literally <laughs> diseased at the moment. Out of your bum hole. Out of your bum hole. <laughs> They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wags. It's not really Wags, it's Wade. But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. (laughs) (laughs) This is shitting with the door open. Oh, that was a great start. I am Harley Bree. A little song at the start there. You are Wade Duffin. Hello. Does the song make it in? (laughs) No. (laughs) I press record just as we were laughing about the great little song. Not the intro song either. Just another little ditty. I just came out with. A little impro ditty from Wade Nathaniel <laughs> Duffin. Uh, it's been a, a full week since our last record. Yeah. Uh, and I have had a busy week. We will get into that eventually. Yes. But we did, and by we, you, on our social media fan page. <laughs> you can find it at the Facebook. Oh, it blew up. It blew up, mate. You, you put a question out. Well, basically, you put a... Um, a request for questions out. Yeah. And we're tired of open. talking to each other. Hey? <laughs> I say we're getting tired of talking to each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're running out. <laughs> we're already tapped dry. We should get guests, but we keep not doing it. <laughs> Every week. Let's get a guest. Every week. Nah, this is great. Just us is good. Every time a comic mate of mine says, man, I'm loving the podcast. If they've got kids, I'm like, oh, we'll definitely get you on. And <laughs> we've never had anyone on. <laughs> Whatever. So we've got some questions and um, we thought we'd just work through some of them, see what yeah. happens. Um, certainly this first one uh, that I would like to... Uh, All right. Uh, first question. Hey, guys, have you ever struggled to change or wash a baby who has done a explosion? Have you ever had a parenting fail moment? And what have you taught your kids that you instantly regret? You know what? Let's just answer the first question. That's three questions. That's cheeky chops. You get one question. <laughs> one question fucking per dickhead. R-C-H. I'm just going to use your initials. Not going to start the full name, but fucking... But I wanted you to read the that comment uh, on the thread first. Oh, from, yeah, from that's old right. Sorry, from old mate. No, you did say that beforehand. We old did have a little planning meeting. We, and I, we had a mini planning meeting. I fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like two minutes before. This is the problem. We're under the pressure. Uh, this is from a dude. Nah, don't get into the listener question thing, because then you'll have to start pandering to your audience. I love listening to your stories about your lives. If I want to listen to other people's stories, I'll listen to their podcasts. Plus, I'm sick of all the self-help, self-improvement, sage advice from self-proclaimed experts. Tell the world to go fuck themselves. I just want to forget about my life for 30 minutes and piss myself laughing at you two, Yobs. Uh, I'm going to call this guy Bob. <laughs> um, hey, Bob, fuck up. <laughs> I actually really enjoy I don't think Bob understands how questions work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did like Bob's comment because I get it, right? It's like, yeah, don't. Just do you uh, and tell your stories and talk to your mate. Uh, but also, don't tell me what to do, Bob. But also, questions, if somebody asks us something... And then we answer it with a story from our lives. Like, yeah. that's the question. That's how it's going to work. That's how it's going to work. Yeah. They're not, like, telling us the story of their lives and then we're pre- repeating it out. No. And that would be fine as well, Bob, because it's our fucking podcast, mate. <laughs> yeah. And we'll do what we want. Fuck you, Bob. Stop sucking dick. It's not parenting, Bob. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. 
<laughs> Someone brought that up. Uh, even if I don't get you your sucker dick comments, <laughs> <laughs> what's to get? It's just not parenting. All we're saying is sucking dick is sucking dick, and parenting is, is parenting. parenting. They're two separate things. You don't peel a potato and tell, you, tell me you're driving a car, right? They're just two different things. Fucking suck a million cocks if you want. Get out there. <laughs> Fucking you'll get a sore jaw. That's too many, actually. Don't suck a don't, million. Don't do you a million. wouldn't have the time. Like, if you're working, yeah. say, eight hours a day, like, you're, <laughs> this is your job now. Like, you're not, you're not a prostitute. We're not, like, this is not fucking slut shaming or anything. Like, I don't want to get into that. No. But you're, this is your job. All right? Like, uh, you're at the factory. You're just fucking yeah, The dick dicks. factory. You're at the dick factory. You've got to suck them <laughs> before they go out. And there's like, you're doing like eight hours Big a day. Factory. All dick sucked. <laughs> All suck. Fresh today. <laughs> you're doing like, there's like eight, eight hours a day. Like maybe you do like 10 hours on like an overtime shift. Yeah, yeah. So you're doing like 48 hours a week. Yeah, yeah. All right? For like 40 odd years. Like that's the average like work, <laughs> right? Yeah. How many dicks are you going to suck in that? Like 10,000? 20,000? <laughs> Fuck, I want to get a calculator. <laughs> How many dicks do you reckon you can suck in an hour? I can suck... Well, it depends if they're on a conveyor belt. Also, are you sucking them to completion or are you just going for a couple of minutes? I'm going to say five minutes of penis. Five minutes of penis is yeah. a suck. Yeah, and then if you've... If they've come to completion, like, you know, because you're testing them out, great, they get to go out. If they don't come, they're fucking duds. <laughs> they're back at the start of the line. Back, no, back in the bin. They're gone. <laughs> And they get like repurposed and like mushed oh, he's up. Oh, taking the dick bin. <laughs> <laughs> and they get mushed up and turned back into new dicks to get sent back down through the line. It's a great process. I don't know where I've gone. I fucking lost it. <laughs> and that's how you answer the questions. <laughs> so, uh, so the poo explosion question. Have yeah. you ever had a poo explosion? Yeah. Of course, of course, both of us have. Both it's, of us have. It's just going to happen. Uh, you'd, it's, you'd rather it happen at home. Yeah. Sometimes it happens just before you get on a plane. Yeah. Um, it's happened to me just before a plane. But I've had poo explosions for the last week at my it's house. It's a relevant question. From both of the children, the big guy, Leonard, um, started feeling a bit sick uh, this time last week. Tum tum. Yeah, a little cramps in his tum tum. And then he just started. Relentlessly shitting Like I have Never Come across diarrhea Like it in my life He was such a champ About it Yeah But it was just Coming out of him He'd put some water in And that would come Straight Liquid back gold out. Yeah Liquid gold It did look like that By the end Yeah uh, And then You know Obviously we're trying to Keep that away from the baby And Walter has just been Hit for a six Yeah And he's got it both ends. Oh, poor Walt. Because he, like, at least Leonard's, like, old enough that you can explain to him. Yeah. And you can let him, like, hey, you just watch TV, mate. Yeah. You just do, do whatever it takes to get through. What, yeah. what can we do? But, but you can't explain to Walter at that age. No. He but just he's been knows. a real champ about it as well. Like, he, he'll do these, like, exorcist-style vomits. <laughs> it's disturbing. <laughs> it's like two o'clock in the morning, and you're just up because he's gone off like a geyser. Like, yeah. it's just come out straight up, and it's, which is obviously quite dangerous. Yeah. Baby lying on his back and doing this huge vomit. Right. So we've got him up sitting, and he's just vomiting and vomiting. And then he just will start looking at me and go, I'm like, dude. Yeah, Are you alright? Right. And he's like, yeah. And how are you feeling? Like, how's the heart? I'm fine. Oh, emotionally. The emotion. Oh, I'm alright. Yeah. It's just the, like there's little moments of uh, wanting to alleviate the pain, but yeah. then also you're like, well, it's just life. It's just you life. just get sick. Yeah. You're not dying. This is a particularly bad one, but 
you're fine. But it's yeah. everyone's dropping like flies, but only in kid world. Parent world, I haven't I haven't heard of any parents uh, around the school community or my community that have been hit by it. Yeah. But kids are just getting wiped out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was in the toilet with Leonard uh, on Sunday, and he he must have gone, I, I don't even know how many times, I lost count, and I'm yeah. just sitting there with him. She's going, you're all right, buddy, and he's being real cool about it, and... <laughs> I, what a sore ring you get after yeah, that as you get well. A sore like, ring. like the constant wiping. Baby wipes. But you got to get the baby you wipes. Get the baby wipes. I know they say they're, they're not actually flushable, but you, you, you wipe but you, your ass that much. But you have a bin. Just put them in the bin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we're sitting in the toilet, and I, as a parent, I don't think I've ever felt more nothing than I felt looking at him. Yeah. Like I just was so tired and so exhausted. God knows how he was feeling, but I just felt nothing. Oh, just looking at him, I was just empty. like I was absolutely empty. As was oh. his bowels. <laughs> and then again he goes and it's just this gush. I'm like, Mom, they weren't empty. Holy and it, he, he he looks up at me and he goes, Nah, I'm weighing out my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> and I just Chocolate I was weed. so impressed with him that he could still find the humour. Great. He's so broken and tired. And I started uncontrollably laughing um, because it's immature and that's my kind of humour. And so yeah. I'm giggling and then he's laughing and I'm laughing. And then he gets to the point where when he's really excited and he's definitely when he's made me laugh, he's just like, yeah, and we'll just throw things. <laughs> and he just kicked his underpants into the air and they landed on my face. <laughs> and I'm like... Dude, you're literally <laughs> diseased at the moment. Out of your bum hole. Out of your bum hole. <laughs> and now that's on my face. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. So yeah, poo explosions. It yeah. is a parenting thing. It happens. Um, it happens. Question done. Moments. We've talked about that. Yeah, that's right. Question done. Cheeky. Asking fucking three questions. Uh, what's the Harley and Wade origin story? Oh, this is a good one. So... What is the Wade and Harley origin story? I am very grateful for that question because I have wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Set the scene. It's 2001 <laughs> in Queensland. I have only very recently started my stand-up comedy career. Yeah, you were very fresh, weren't you? Very, in fact, I, I wouldn't definitely not call it a career at that stage. I was doing open mic spots. Yeah. But I was already a couple of years into my pursuits as an actor. I was yeah. very much wanted to be an actor. I'd auditioned for the big schools and I uh, got a role just as an extra on a Hollywood film called Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. And so uh, I rocked up there. And when you're, when you're a young wannabe actor, you think being an we extra... Were like 21 Yeah, 21-ish. 21. 21-ish. 21, yeah. Um, yeah, you think being an extra is being an actor, and it's not. You're, you're a living prop. Yeah. When you're an extra, uh, you just are needed for the background. Yeah. Uh, so I turned up there to do that, and I ha- had the role. I I'd got turned into a featured extra. Yes. Um, purely because of the person who had my role, it's a bigger role, bigger pay, um, who was the same size as me yeah. and pulled out. That's yeah. the only reason I got this, and I was a skeleton warrior. Yeah, big. Which was one of Rowan Atkinson's henchmen. That's right. And I uh, am a lot taller than Rowan Atkinson, but we both had uh, black curly hair. Yes. And uh, I was Rowan Atkinson's stand-in yes. uh, for the movie, which is not 
anything, you stand there and they test the lysing on That's you. That's what they do. That's you. what so they do. And so I don't know why they chose me because I was so much taller than them. It didn't seem to make sense. No, it didn't make sense at all. But, but I'm you, glad they did. Did you turn up to be an extra and then they picked you to do that? Or did you get cast as They that? said, we want you to do this, uh, to be the stand-in. And then... Uh, I was like, I got on well with like the casting director. Yes. She was uh, very nice. Jane. Jane. She was lovely. Wonderful person. And uh, she said, hey, you know, we, we need extras for uh, the island because we got to go stay on the island for That's a few right. weeks. And Over on Morton Island. What was it? Morton Island. Morton Island. And, uh, for two you, weeks. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. They, they paid a. They paid us to live there and party for two weeks. That's exactly what they do. So, yeah, the way we and met. And I said, yeah, all right, I'll do that. Well, they meant because I was wrong in Atkinson's henchman. I would stand beside him. You would stand there waiting for him to arrive to get yeah. the lighting right. And you and me hit it off yeah. and became friends. But then we spent still probably two of the best weeks of my life on Morton Island. Yeah. Like, it's one of the greatest jobs we've ever had. We were paid a pretty average wage. Yeah. But we got paid per diems while we were on the island. Well, quite often... Uh, people like Sugar Ray, the band Sugar Ray were there, would just splash money on the bar and just yeah. go, all right, rounds on me. You're like, thank you. Okay, we put on, glug, glug, glug. Um, we put on um, uh, what were they, talent shows yeah. because everyone was bored on the island when we weren't filming. Yeah. Um, had the greatest time. Yeah. I even got uh, Randy B. Yeah, that's right. Got him a, The an great extra man, job. the favourite. And because Jane liked us, we were like, Hardly needed in anything. <laughs> we were just partying hard. <laughs> it was great. It was the best. It was a good two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and then that was it. Yeah, we just hung out. After that, like, uh, you went back to Brisbane. I was living on the Gold Coast at the time. We were like, fuck, that's not so far away. Yeah. We can hang out whenever we like. Let's be mates. Let's be mates. And we did. And then we've never stopped being mates. <laughs> what a boring story. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the question, fuckhead. <laughs> but I am interested about this question. Great. Keeping this person's name anonymous, as we have with everybody else, but she specifically asked us to. Uh, question for your podcast. Knowing that Harley smokes the funny green weed, yes. I'm wondering how you handle that with your family. Yes. Does your partner smoke too? Has Leonard ever walked in on you smoking? How Are we still talking about weed? <laughs> how has it affected your family life? I'm aware that there are a lot more smokers out there who are high functioning and I'm curious how people make it work with a family. Do you keep it away from the kids? I appreciate this is a delicate subject to discuss openly and honestly, especially when kids are involved, but I'm genuinely curious. Thank you very much for your It's a good question. question. It is a great question. And I guess the simple answer is uh, I keep that away from my children. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, it's a drug, it's an illicit substance, yeah. it's technically uh, still illegal in this country. Yep. Um, and so, of course, I don't partake in it at of course, all. In the, oh. <laughs> in the same way that I don't uh, drink heavily in front of the girls. No. I, that, that know, was, like, I'll, I'll have a glass of wine or a beer in front of them, and like uh, occasionally, but I don't... I've never like, been drunk I, in front of Leonard. Yeah, I try. I've, I don't think I've been like hammered in front of the girls at all. Yeah. Like you know, I've definitely been in a situation where I've had like three or four beers. And I'm feeling happy. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever been in a state where I couldn't look after them. No, I, I guess I have. To full disclosure: been in a state where if he woke up, yeah, the, I may have consumed too much. Full disclosure. 
Ditto. Once they're asleep, relaxed. Then they wake up to go to the toilet. What's wrong with Daddy? Yeah, you are. So with weed, where's your mother? <laughs> the thing there though is weed is uh, marijuana, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's it's always so. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. But no one ever factors in the alcohol. But Alcohol, in it's terms much of worth. Um, family violence and what it does to families, is the worst drug in this country. Oh, on the planet, probably. By far. Now, yeah. I know it's legal, but that is the, that's the only difference yeah. in my books between why we think it's acceptable to drink around children uh, and why we think it's unacceptable to uh, consume marijuana yeah. around children. And it's, a, it's just the point of legality. If you take that out of it, then I think... It's a much safer substance, uh, marijuana, um, not smoked because that's not safe to be around. But uh, to consume marijuana as an edible uh, around children, I have absolutely no problem with it. I am a highly functioning marijuana user, but I don't, I'm not pulling bongs. No. Like, I'm not punching cones. Like, I haven't done that since my early 20s, um, sort of late teens. It's not how I consume it. I usually have what I always affectionately call a jazz cigarette, a marijuana cigarette. Yeah. Uh, which is a blend of tobacco and marijuana. Happy, happy tobacco. Yeah. And it's sort of, for me, the reason I do it is I have, a, um, my brain is very active all the time. There's a lot of noise in there. Yeah. Um, and marijuana just sort of uh, focuses me. Yeah. It's a, Take some of the noise out, and I feel a little bit more focused. I feel calmer. Uh, it takes uh, my anxiety away. Um, I feel like I can sit and just be still for a yeah. moment. I can't. I I find that very hard to do without marijuana in my life. Yeah. Um, that being said, the only drug I've ever had a issue of dependency with is tobacco. I've never felt um, beholden. Which you also kept away from. The kids, which I've also absolutely kept away from the kids. Yeah, yep. I, I would. I'd find it very hard uh, if one day Leonard told me he was smoking. It's a yeah, fucking horrible it, drug. Because I don't smoke, and Claire doesn't smoke. Like, but still, like that doesn't mean my parents didn't smoke. Yeah, exactly. My parents didn't drink alcohol parents, until they were fifty. Really? Not a drop. I think my parents were boozing pretty young. Do you know where my parents my parents had their first beer <laughs> in Amsterdam? <laughs> I just love that that you, everyone goes to Amsterdam to try a new drug, and my dad had a light beer. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So um, yeah, I guess the the other question I get asked a lot because I have I openly talk about marijuana and have done for since I first did it. I first tried marijuana in 1994 in Bundaberg. I um, smoked a big, very poorly rolled joint. Uh, with two mates of mine, and the next day I told my dad, the All reverend, right. the preacher. I've never ever hidden it, and I will never ever hide it. Yeah. It's not a. I definitely hid it. Oh, I thought I was hiding it. I mean, like I wasn't doing it in front of him as a teenager, but I was. Well, but I was is, like I was denying it constantly. But I also had like these giant like weed posters on yeah. my wall. <laughs> like, how did they know? <laughs> Why is he all of a sudden into Bob Marley? Um, so I get the question uh, where people say, "What are you going to do when your son?" Uh, wants to try marijuana, right? And if my son comes to me and say, let's say he's fifteen, yeah, and he wants to try marijuana, I will look at him and go, "No, that's for adults." Yeah, that's right. It's not a hard, people think it's such a hard, uh, uh, icky subject. How are you going to deal with it? Well, the same way I deal with it when he says I want to drive the car. No, mate, you're not, you're not ready. driving the car. 
When you're ready, you'll drive the car. Yeah. Now, I fully expect when I say, no, you're not driving the car, that when I'm out of the house, he's going to take the keys and go around the block. Because I did, and I endorse it. But I'm not going to endorse it to his face, is what I'm saying. So when he wants to try alcohol and drugs, uh, I'm going to give show him the example that those are things, personally, I think you should wait until your brain is a bit more developed. Exactly. And if I could encourage anyone, I would hold off any form of drug consumption until you through your mid-20s. Oh, I was about to say 25. Yeah, I just think... And then I'd say, yeah, go for it. You're and an adult. You can, you, you can, you're an adult. You can make yeah. your own choices. You've, you've developed mechanisms to make uh, problem solve and make decisions. That's right. You're well aware of like the legal risks. Totally. It's up to you. Make your choice. Make your choice. However, of course, people are going to experiment when they're in their formative years as a teenager. That's, That's what, you do. what you do. Yeah. I don't have a great big problem with it. No, what I'll try and do is create a really safe environment for him and, uh, and an open uh, relationship that he can tell me anything he wants. <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> what an in-depth answer. Next question. All right, sweet. Um, how often do you guys have those fuck it, I'm not going to win the parent of the year award days? Okay. How often do you have a bad day as a parent, I think is that question? Yeah. Oh, Heaps. We heaps. talk about that constantly. Yeah. Half, hey. half. Ah, uh, I would say <laughs> I say that all the time, and you always try to correct me. You're like, no, <laughs> but I reckon there's like bad days and then there's good days, and then the majority of the days are just they they just, just days. They're just days. You're just getting stuff. You're done. just getting stuff done, and uh, you fuck man. I try not to let the bad days get I, me down. Push them behind you. Like very, it's, the, it's, it's the one thing in my mind in my life that I can just go. Nah, fuck. I fucked it today. Do better tomorrow. Yeah, and that's it. I very rarely have a purely bad day. Yeah. I have some shitty moments. Yeah. Um, both from me and from my children. But very rarely is the whole day blown out. And it's usually, as we've said before, it's because of my own issues and my own stress levels. Yeah. And I take it out on the seven year old. <laughs> take that, buddy. He's probably why he's shitting himself <laughs> with fear. Um, I guess there's some other questions we can talk about. Is there? Uh, I'm just wondering if your partners have ever copped any flack for not being traditional mums no no what I don't understand that question no what's a traditional mum exactly what's traditional like I I assume this person's like talking about like uh, like the 50s or 60s style housewife Mm. times have changed and is it because you do a lot of primary care. Yeah, is it because I'm... Yeah, like, is the question more, like, because I'm, like, not a traditional dad? Nah, it's all fine. And our house... Also, we do live in the inner city. Yeah. Like, you're insulated from a lot of that. Totally, yeah. Well, I I had this conversation, actually, with um, Hannah this morning, uh, that she... She's feeling a little crook, and she's on the... She's in a mother's group. Yeah. And um, she was just online saying what's going on with the boys and her feeling sick. And then one of the women, one of the other mothers was like, would you, do you need anything? We can bring you over coffee or whatever. It's very nice. nice. Very nice. And then she just wrote back, oh, no, no, um, Harley's just come back with a coffee. It's fine. I've I've got everything you need. And then the mother came back, oh, has he got the day off? Oh, yeah. I get that every day. Oh, my God. This question is not so bad. He got the day off. Every time like, I go into like get a haircut, oh, have you got the day off? Every time I go to the supermarket, yeah. oh, you got the day off? Every yes. time I do anything, you got the day off? No, I'm fucking working, mate. Yeah. 
Well, not when I'm getting the haircut. <laughs> just looking good. Just looking sharp. Just getting sharp, mate. <laughs> but that's because everybody, and, and I realise that in my job now because I'm I'm so in the commercial radio world, so I'm seeing um, the majority more. Yeah. I don't really occupy, when I talk about the majority, I mean nine to fivers, people go to work, and that's the majority. So yeah. it's odd when you see a man of our age walking around Doing nothing. Just doing nothing. And they're like, why aren't you at work? So, like, well, because I don't sit in the nine to five paradigm. I don't have that kind of a job. Yeah. So, and I, as a comic, I, I, my brain is always at work. I can't turn the freaking thing off. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm at work. Cut the fucking hair. <laughs> you're at work. Let's chat, chat. More yeah. tap, tap. Yeah. What business is it of yours? What I'm doing? Yeah. Are you just trying to make small talk? Let's talk about the fucking weather. Yeah. That's right. So, and I always just say yes. Because I can't be bothered explaining. But also, when women are out, so when Claire goes to do a gig at, at night, yeah. she, I bet you she's had this question, who's got the kids? Oh, yeah. The fucking dad, you idiot. Oh, are you babysitting the kids? No, they're my kids. Yeah, I'm parenting. I'm fucking parenting my child. But people, people are so stuck in this idea that a, a woman gives birth and raises the kids and a dad checks in with it when it first comes out and then he goes back to war. You know, like, some of that is correct. Some, some of that <laughs> is correct. It's just jumped a war then. But you know what I mean? Like, and I know that it's not easy for a lot of people to get out of that headspace because that is still very much the majority. Yeah. Very much so. Um, Especially out of the inner city. Yes. You leave like this little bubble and you realise, because yep. we're like pretty far to the left, you realise yes. how far to the left you actually are. Yeah. When you step outside your own little world, but yep. uh, it's fucking great in this bubble, man. I it's fucking awesome love in it. This bubble, I fucking love it. And this it, bubble's not popping. No, we're just living in a bubble. It's just getting bigger and bigger, cunts. Yeah. Prepare to be fucking <laughs> enveloped by my love. <laughs> I love you all, but I love my job that it gives me the opportunity. And and by the way, like Hannah definitely d- does the lion's share with Walter. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It, it, she, the He's still a breastfeeding baby. Uh, there's all manner of those things uh, that I can't do. Well, just breastfeed. I, yeah. That's the only thing I can't do. Um, and I, I would find it easy to say that Hannah is definitely doing way more getting up in the night than I am. She tried to wake me up last night to just watch Walter while she went to the toilet. I went back to sleep. And when she came in, he was nearly falling off the bed. Not a great moment, but I'm pretty hard to wake up when I'm asleep. But my job means that I can be very immersed in my kids' lives. It's great. I find myself fucking justifying uh, my, my position like a lot to people like we're at some friends the other day and they're very nice and and i just found myself like and they didn't they weren't judging i was feeling judged i was feeling judged but they were in no way judging just asking a question yeah Yeah. they were just asking you know and i was like you know i just look after the girls and then i was like oh well actually i do work one day a week and then i do this and that and then i was like i don't have to fucking justify shit yeah i love looking after the girls yeah i fucking enjoy it it's great fun. Some days they drive me mental. Yeah. And some days they don't. Like, that's yeah. just parenting. Like, it's not like I'm going to go to a regular job and just go, oh, well, this is fucking tits, tots, fucking gets my gots. You know, that whole <laughs> classic. That <laughs> set of words you <laughs> just <laughs> used. Everybody says tits, tots, gets my gots. But uh, speaking of whatever, forget that. <laughs> oh, but you doing... Uh, Solo parenting because I forgot you're at the start of it. We are at the start yeah, of your solo Claire parenting left week yesterday for a yes. week, 
Uh, and yesterday I said to them they can do whatever you like. And there was like some thunder storms and shit around yesterday. Uh, so PJ's like, I want to build a cubby. Fucking done. Yeah. Rearranged the uh, lounge room, which I just put back this morning. You know, got some mattresses, fucking yep. do everything. Uh, what do you want for lunch? This. Done. Yeah. We'll have a nap. What do you want to do now? Want to watch a movie? Great. What movie? Frozen. Done. Like, yep. And it was just whatever they wanted to do. You just picked like, the TV up and you kicked it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> We're not watching Frozen! <laughs> but I know like uh, that they would be missing Claire. So I was like, no, you get to do whatever you like today. Yeah. Yeah, it was totally. good. And it was a great day. We all had fun. There was very little stress. Uh, Silo obviously reacts a bit harder. Like, she's good. And then she'll remember that Claire's not there. Yeah. And she gets a bit upset. I want to say this, though. To wrap up this discussion around a traditional mother. It I, was a good question. It was a good question. But what I want to say is that we should be moving towards a, a, a society where there are... Um, it is a co-parenting situation. Much Whether that better. means you've got two dads or two mums or um, or you're a single parent household, there are other people involved yeah. in that process. It's not one person's job. It can't be one person's yeah, job. Yeah, you need a couple of influences there. You've got to have a few other people around. And it just makes it so much easier. Not for this bullshit that women stay at home and do it and men have to go off to work. It's whatever. If that works for you, then fuck, great. Yeah. Um, but it is a holistic works view for you, of parenting. But you've got to have like an open discussion about it. Yeah. Like when I went back to work like very briefly, uh, after a few months, Claire and I were both pretty realistic that it just wasn't working for us. Yeah. And I liked the job. It was lovely. Sure. Very nice. Yep. It was, it was good. But it wasn't where my heart was. Yep. I knew I wanted to be here and I knew Claire wanted me here. Yes. And so we had a chat about it and we looked at like, the finances and we we're like, you know what? We're going to take a smaller hit than what we thought we would. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely in that one that we can cope with. Yep. And it's going to be better for our lives overall. Totally. Like everyone's going to be happier. Yeah. So that's what we did. And it's been pretty great. Yeah, totally. It's really good. I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> You've landed on your feet, man. I know. I fucking just ridiculous. 2001, Wade, on Scooby-Doo. I had no idea. This would be where you are. <laughs> you no. fucking nailed it. <laughs> some people. You've absolutely killed it. And I've, man, if I ran into some people I knew when I was like 23, 24, like they'd be like, what? How did that? How are you not dead? <laughs> why oh, are you absolutely? How are you still alive? I think that's why and I became, still functioning. I, I became such good friends with you. I'm like, I've got to hold on to this guy while I've got him. Because <laughs> he's, he's a loose unit. <laughs> he's a loose cannon. Uh, I love to live to excess. <laughs> Just fucking. How much can I get? Give it to me. All of it. I want all of the fun, and I want it now. Um, all right. Let's, uh, let's answer another question. Yeah. All right, this is a good one. I'm 22 years old and a flaming homosexual, as the kids say. Given my situation, I'm not likely to have an oopsie accidental father moment. When do you guys personally think is the best time, age, life circumstances to become a father? I'm still enjoying being a selfish asshole right now, but I'm curious on your thoughts. I, I love, love that, question. that question. It's great. And I love how open this person is about being a selfish asshole. Yes. It's great. Absolutely. Because you, if you're not enjoying yourself when you're 22 and saying, fuck, I'm 22, yeah. I'm, it's, it's me time. Yeah. Then you're never getting me time. Yeah. Get your me time in your 20s. Take all the me time you need. Yeah. And if you want, want to take it up to your 30s, you fucking go yeah. for it. So I've got, I've got two very conflicting opinions on when oh, you should have a kid. Fucking light on me. Two <laughs> very conflicting. Oh, I'm ready. Right. <laughs> And I am envious of this young man's position because he's right. He's not yeah. going to have an oopsie moment. He's going to have a planned 
parenting moment, yeah. which means he can put the thought into it about when and how he wants to do it. Yeah. So, um, the first one I would say, I think as best you can, get all your ducks in a line, um, try and be as debt-free as you can, get some kind of uh, either profession, degree, uh, trade behind you. This is the dad advice. This is the dad advice. This is the sensible... Just be sensible. And then I would suggest going on my own life at around the end of your 20s, 30. Yeah, I would say, yeah. It's not a bad time. It's not a bad time. Early 30s is pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. You've figured out life. You know what you're doing a bit. Um, a bit more. A bit more. I would say a bit more. Yeah. I'm still fucking lost in the woods, but yeah. you know, I'm better than I was 10 years ago. Yes. And I reckon 30 is a good sort of mark because then by the time the kid is, is grown, let's say 20 years, yeah. you're 50. I know plenty of great 50-year-olds loving life, going yeah. overseas all the time. You've got some amazing experience you can go and have with your kids fully grown. Exactly. Is why I would land on the 30 mark, because yeah. of where, where you're at when they're fully grown. Which brings me to my very conflicting other point of view. <laughs> I reckon you should have kids at 15. <laughs> <laughs> because, Controversial. Because you, for both men and women, your bodies are younger, they will bounce back, and by the time you're 30, that fucker's having kids. And so you're done. You're what? out. What you're talking about is physically yeah. you're ready at 15, emotionally you're ready at 30. That's right. Like that's what you're saying. Yep. Definitely. 25. <laughs> <laughs> meet, meet him in the middle. 23 years old. So we've found the perfect number. Yeah. 23. 23. How old is he? 22. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> Start storing that cum. And <laughs> it runs out. <laughs> I would say, man, when you're ready, you'll be ready. Yeah, you'll be ready. You'll be when ready. You, when you find the right guy, uh, you both uh, want to bring children into the world. Yeah, when you're ready. Yeah. Do you know I heard that this on top Like, of- it's such a, like, happy cliche thing. But when you're ready, you'll be ready. And yeah. and saying that, you're never ready. You're never, ever ready. Yeah. You think you're ready. Yeah. You're not ready. You're not ready. You're ready for the second. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Because you have like, but you're never ready for the first. And anybody who tells you like, oh, the first, and the fucking blah, 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 blah. Oh, maybe they're lying. Maybe they're not lying. And that comment I made about I getting know. all your ducks in a line, you'll never have everything ready. You mm. just won't have everything ready. Mate, ducks don't walk in a line. Nope. They fucking paddle. They flap about. They actually walk in a line. They're actually delicious. <laughs> I fucking love duck. See duck, get duck. That's my fucking attitude at the menu, <laughs> at a restaurant. If there's duck on the menu, I'm getting the duck. Yeah. It's so good. I don't know a boss like that. See, Always get the duck. See duck, get duck. So good. <laughs> but I just want to say on this subject, this is a great story. Uh, there were friends of friends of mine. It might be an urban myth, but God, I hope it's true. Two gay guys wanting to have uh, children. Yeah. We're using a surrogate yeah. to have the children and one of the guys' sperm yeah. with that surrogate. It didn't take... Uh, the IVF. Yeah. Um, so then the other partner, the other man, was like, well, I'll try. Yeah. So they both tried <laughs> with two different surrogates and overnight went from two uh, gay men in their prime with no dependence and then they both got surrogate mums <laughs> pregnant with twins. They went from... <laughs> it's got to be an urban man. They went from zero <laughs> to four children. I'm sure... It, it, I, I so hope that that's a true story. Because I first that I was like... That is 
fucked. I was like, congratulations to them. I'm so happy for you. You got a family, but <laughs> suck it. Because that is four babies. Too many babies. Fucking hell, that's too many babies. Four babies is five babies too many, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweet. Look, I don't think we've got time for everybody's questions. No, but you know what? Keep bringing the questions to the uh, Facebook page, um, which is... I'll, th- I'll throw it back out again in a few weeks. It's facebook.com forward slash shooting with the door open. Uh, we might get to them and we might not. Yeah. I enjoyed the questions. We'll have a guest next week. <laughs> Dads.